Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. We have $21.91 to use from our coop trade. Uh, back to our $21 or $20 challenge. Now, it doesn't seem like much, but remember the eighth wonder of the world, compound interest. So now, when we go into our next trade, it'll be with $21.91 instead of $20, which means the next return will be at an even higher number. And that's how it works. So be patient. As for the current market, the S&P has, run, uh, has room to run, but tech is currently very hot overbought on the RSI. Value, which uh, we'll use the Dow as our measure for value, has room to move up. The Dow 30, right? That's the biggest 30 companies in the market. Now, if the market is going to climb higher, it should be led by the Dow, not the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ 100 is mostly tech stocks. Now, if the market's going to come down, it will likely be led by tech pulling the market down. We'll keep this in mind as we move into the week. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through step-by-step how to open a brokerage account and buy a stock. Stay tuned. Okay, so step one, turn on your computer. Right. Get on your laptop, your phone, wherever you want to do it, uh, PC, and in the browser, search tdameritrade.com. Now, in the top right, click Open New Account. On the next page, you have to decide on the type of account you want to open. Now, here's a super, super basic uh, breakdown. The three main accounts that people typically open are individual accounts. Those have no tax advantages. Right? You report taxes each year. You have traditional IRAs, which you pay taxes when you withdraw after the age of 59 and a half based on your income. If you expect to be in a higher tax bracket later in life, this is not for you because you're underpaying more taxes on the money you take out. Also, taxes will likely go up in the future. They rarely go down. So either way, you're going to end up paying more taxes later, which in some ways, this strategy will work for some people. Now, a Roth IRA is you pay tax now on the contributions and none later on withdrawal. I normally recommend this for everyone because you're paying tax in this environment, but it allows you to grow your money uh, in a tax-free environment so that when you return it, take it out later, you're not subject to taxes in the future, which will probably be higher. Now, with IRAs, there's a max amount you can deposit each year. The number is around like six grand. That's the only downside, right? Individual accounts don't have a cap on how much money you can deposit in, but IRAs do have a cap on how much money you can deposit each year. Now, once you decide, click open that account. Follow the prompts, filling in your information. If you're employed, you'll need your employer's address. Select common investments, not advanced. These are down at the bottom. Now, in the next section, once you click next, you're going to fill out the prompts where it asks for income, net worth, etc. It's your choice whether you want your cash held uh, in an SIPC or FDIC. I have mine secured with SIPC, which is up to 250000 but that's in one place. FDIC is using multiple banks, which secures you up to $500,000. Now, the questions to move forward are very straightforward. 
There'll be a few forms they want you to read. Once you do that, you scroll down to the bottom of those forms um, just to say that you read them, and you can click advance. You'll get a green check mark in both the boxes. They must all be viewed or, or reviewed before you can move forward. When you get past that point, you're going to be asked to fund the account. After answering a few pretty straightforward questions, does your is your, are your family members part of um, a board or own ten percent of a company? Um, do you have anybody that has a securities license in your family? Things like that. Pretty easy questions. For most people, they're going to be the no. This is going to be the answer. Now, when you get to fund your account, you can choose to do that in the moment by linking your bank account. Or you can fund the account later. That's a good thing about TD Ameritrade. You don't have to fund the account now to use TD Ameritrade. It's a very powerful tool that you can use without putting any money in. Now, I do suggest people fund the account in that moment because when you're doing it, you're hype, right? Your blood is your blood is pumping. You're really in it. You don't want to have to come back and get re-excited, right? You're excited right now. You're going through it. I'm taking you through it step by step. If you have the money, if you have a little bit of money, $50, $100, whatever you want, decide to fund the account. And if you want to add more money, come back later. But like your blood is pumping, keep the momentum, fund the account with a little bit now, and then you can come back. Now, um, that's it. You officially have an account. Now, one thing I do suggest is that you take the time to set up your security questions right away. If you go to client services, one of the menu tabs, uh, if you hover over it, you'll see security center in the middle. Click on overview on the right side where it says, ask Ted about security. You can select the option that says, help me update my security questions. Set those now so that when you log in from any other computer, you know the answer to those questions and you can get access to your account. Now that you have your account set up and the funds have cleared, what do you do now? This is a big step. How do you know what stock to buy? Well, truth be told, this should have been figured out before opening the account. I actually wrote a blog about this on marketadventures.co, our website. It's titled Five Steps to Start Investing in Stocks. So here's a quick start until you get around to reading that blog. I want you to list five companies right now that you interact with on a daily basis. Your phone, which may be like Apple, your streaming service, if you use Disney+, Netflix, any of those, your cell provider, that could be AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, your favorite restaurant, um, your toiletries, right? Probably Procter & Gamble probably makes most of them. But just list five companies you interact with on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be those five genres, just anything. What car do you drive? Where do you stop for gas? Like Things like that. Now you're going to type the name of that company into the search bar. And if they're publicly traded, then the name will appear. So if you type in ExxonMobil, maybe you stop at the same gas station, it's Exxon. You type in Exxon Exxon at the top, the XOM ticker symbol will appear at the bottom. You can click on that and it'll bring you to the the, uh, homepage for that stock. On the right side, there will be a graph. At the top of the graph, you'll see uh, 3YR, right? Click that. That stands for three years. This graph will let you know the um, how the stock price has been moving the last three years. It's really simple. Just look at the chart. Is it going from left to right? Is it going up or is it going down? If a stock has been going straight down for three years, probably not the best stock to start out with. Since this is a list of five companies you use every day, just move on to the next one. When you choose the company that has been moving sideways 
or up, you can click the buy button on the left hand side of the page in green. Now, when the button pops, um, when the button pop up shows at the bottom, you're going to choose quantity that you want. Now, if you only put in $10, then you obviously can't afford a stock worth over $100. But if you put in $1,000, then you can technically buy 10 shares of a stock that's worth $100. Where it says limit order, you're going to click that and select market order in the drop down. This will attempt to fill you immediately at the next best price. Once you click review order on the right, it will show you the cost of the tra of the transaction and a few other items, including the ask, the bid, prices of the stock at the time, things like that. Then you can place your order. Now, if the market is open, which is Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern to 4 p.m. Eastern, then you should uh, get filled right away because you did a market order. Now, if the market is closed, like on a weekend or a national holiday, then you will get filled on the next trading day, though the price will likely have changed from what you saw. But the most important thing, right, is you only invest in what you know and trade what you understand, right? Stay within your circle of competence. If you're a nurse, the medical field and anything that you spend your money on. If you're a car tech or a car salesman, the auto industry and anything you spend your money on, right? If you're a stay-at-home mother, uh, anything you spend your money on, right? So it's, it's really important to pay attention to your circle of competence because you can truly define the value of a company based on how impactful they are to your life. If you remove them, would they be easily replaced? What would you replace it with? If not, then what's the value of that company to you? Just start with a small group that you know and grow your education over time, right? So that is a step-by-step uh, TD Ameritrade setup and how to buy a stock on the TD Ameritrade uh, web platform. You can also download the Think or Swim platform, but that'll be for another episode. lot of people out there still have a hard time getting started so I hope this step-by-step walkthrough helped again and knowing what you want before opening the account is really important right go read the blog I wrote on our website marketadventures.co if you have any questions send a message in the community discord and I'll respond just hover over the menu option uh, that says podcast and click on community now I call it our website because I'm literally posting content on there for you, not for me. So the more that I know that you're interacting and you're getting value from it, the better. If you're looking for something for me to post on the website, in the blog section or whatever, let me know and I will post it. Even if you don't have a question to post in the Discord, still jump in and just say hi. I'll be putting uh, the $22 back to work as soon as another setup presents itself. Who knows? I may you know, talk about the setup in the Discord before I bring it onto the podcast. Um, but when I do decide to make that trade with our $22, I will let you know here uh, first when I do decide to actively make the trade. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Adventure.